Hey, Dream Builders, welcome back to another episode of the Dream Design Podcast with Amy Lee. Today, I am here with an awesome guest, Allison Vanderpool is joining us. She is a human design specialist, and she helps women who are burning themselves out trying to be everything in work and in their personal lives connect to their inner wisdom so they can live as they were meant to live. With her product, Surrender Story, she highlights the beauty of those moments in life when we know we need to make a change, when we admit to ourselves and to the universe that we want something more out of life, to choose the path that was always meant for us and will make us most fulfilled. Please welcome Allison Vanderpool. You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome, Allison. Hi, Amy Lee. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're here. This is such an amazing conversation. And I love, love, love being able to geek out on human design with people who who know about it. Because human design, I was telling you before we got live, um, is, is like such a game changer for me. Um, and so I'm really excited to chat with chat about that with you. It looks like it's going to be a, a slow word day today. That's okay. <laughs> um, okay. So to start out, I always love to ask people, you know, cause obviously the, the, the main crux of my podcast is to bring people on that have created their dream jobs, right? Have taken the idea of dream design and visualizing what you want and manifesting that into your reality and created their own dream jobs. And you're, you're no exception to that. So obviously we don't graduate high school and say, I'm going to go be a human design specialist, right? So tell me a little bit kind of about the trajectory of like what you thought you were going to do and how you ended up here. Yeah. So, um, really interesting because I'm just going to jump in with human design, assuming that obviously you get it and that a lot of your audience gets it, but you mentioned graduating from high school. I have an undefined G center. So I don't, my path is not linear. I didn't know. I, there's lots of identities, lots of directions I could go, lots of passions. So even going to college, I mean, I changed my major, I think five times. Um, I wanted to be all sorts of things, but I ended up um, just with a basic communication degree and went on to work. I think we have a lot in common. Um, So went on to work for our state health department where I live. I live in Iowa, right smack dab in the middle of the United States. And um, so I went to work for our state health department. And in doing so, I also come from a, a line of nurses, and I really wanted to become a nurse as well. So went on to nursing school because I was surrounded by nurses and really just have been very passionate about health. And that really comes from my own journey, um, much of which a big chunk of it is health-related and um, meaning health struggles and, and things like that. So um, so was working for our state health department um, and became a nurse and continued working in that role and in that field and kind of had that like inner knowing that I wasn't really meant to do this forever, but it was really comfortable and the pay was really good. And I met my husband 
Um, and we started our, his second family, my first family. Um, and, uh, and it just didn't, we, we set ourselves up so that I was the primary breadwinner. I had amazing benefits, great salary, um, great flexibility. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to just kind of hush that niggle and I'm going to kind of just do what I know to do that feels peaceful, even though my soul is kind of whispering to me that there's something else for me. And um, so like we all know, the pandemic happened and no one was expecting that, totally unprecedented. I happened to be working in a field where I was directly impacted by the pandemic. And so, but sort of following the little breadcrumbs that come at us that I didn't know why I was doing it, but I decided to just follow this breadcrumb, one of which was human design. And it just, we talked about this before we started, but it like it landed the moment I heard about it. Like I had been through nursing school and, and you know, a four-year degree, and I had been through um, a holistic health coaching practice. So I had hundreds of tools and theories and all of these things. But human design kind of fell in front of me after that. And I was just like, it landed so deeply, so hard. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is life-changing. And I'm still working my state job when I found human design and the pandemic hit. And I was in a role specifically in vaccines in health. So my world was totally changed. Um, I'm giving you more than you asked for. Is that okay? Okay. So, um, so this is how I became, I started to, to do what I'm doing today. So following just those nudges and those breadcrumbs, um, I found myself in the, in the midst of the pandemic, working in the, in the middle of everything. And on my son's first birthday, I found out I would be working daily indefinitely. And indefinitely to us was said, you know, this could be two years. We really don't know. No one knew at that point. And I remember like feeling like, okay, this, this could be a lot of stress. And I was seeing people around me that were dealing with a lot of stress and health, health challenges were arising from the stress alone. And I thought, man, I've worked so hard to get where I am with my health. And I worked so hard to get what my dream was, was to become a mom and have a family. And I'm watching as my husband's tearing, you know, my child out of my arms when I have to go to work on the weekend. And, um, and it just did not feel right. And so with, you know, a few months into it, um, we made it through the majority of the year. And my husband and I were like, you know, we don't know how this is all going to work out, but we know that we're meant to do something. And so that is what I now call this part of my surrender story, where I literally took a huge leap. And I don't think we always have to do this, but like I said, that had been building for a while and I totally leapt. I quit my job and I started a human design coaching practice. Um, and it's evolved from there, but that's almost two years ago this fall. So. Wow, that's incredible. And it's funny you're saying about, and we, you're right, we kind of talked about this before, but you were saying the part about how like you just knew. And I was thinking about my <clears throat> my incarnation cross, which is the right angle cross of, or is it the left? I, I forget. It's whichever one is the more, you know, ugh, one of defiance. So when I first heard about human design, my first thing was to be like, oh, everybody's doing that. Oh my gosh, I see it everywhere. Like, I, like I'm like i the girl that didn't read the Harry Potter books because everybody else was reading them. And then I ended up reading like six of them in a week. And then I like read the seventh one, right? So like, 
I'm not an early adopter. Like I don't want to be the person who does that first thing. Right. So for me, it was like, I was blocking people that were talking about human design at the beginning because I was like, oh my gosh, enough about this thing. Like this is too much. And it wasn't until it came to me in its own time that I was like, yes, this is my thing. But that's, but that's part of my human design, right? The, the crap, the defiance. Like I literally am like, no, you're going to tell me this is how I have to do it. Let me do it every other way, but the way that you want me to, you know, and that's also my five one too, right? Cause I'm just yeah. like, you know, that like, that's just the way it is. Um, so I resonate so much with that idea that like, yes, it's a fit, but look at the difference between two different profiles where it's like, one's like, yep, this is what I'm doing. And you know, do you have a single definition too? I have a single definition. I knew it. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. Totally. Yep. Yep. Um, and that's crazy about the pandemic um, that, you know, that, that that's what, what led you to do this. I actually, my very first real download was about the pandemic. It was during the Super Bowl. And I saw how people were fighting about the way that the women were dressed or whatever. And I noticed that the people were fighting about, this was right after the broom, right? Everybody balanced their broom. We were all balanced. It was like, look at me, we can all balance our broom. This is amazing. Um, and then the Super Bowl thing happened and it was like people who were conservative were sticking up for them and people who were liberal were not liking it. And it was like the shadow was jumping around and it didn't really care. It wasn't staying in party lines anymore, which I was like, huh, this thing really doesn't want to be integrated. It's all over the place. And I was like, we're going to have an event that is going to be so profound that is going to literally shape all of us like soon. And this was in January of 2020. In fact, in my Facebook group, you can go watch this live where I literally downloaded this information. Wow. And that was, that was my psychic moment. That was the moment that I was like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, human design comes along. It's like, let me show you your spleen that is lit up like a Christmas tree, <laughs> you know? And it yes. was like, well, duh, you know? So, so anyway, you didn't ask for any of that. So there you go. No, um, I love it though. But, and you're right. Our design is very different, mm -hmm. but it's so interesting because somehow we tend to do things not from the same energy, mm -hmm. but similar ways because I'm the same in that I'm not defiant in any way. Um, but I like, I've still actually never read any Harry Potter books, not, but, um, but I like, I started, I love, I, I consider this like my gift of being naive that I didn't realize. I was just thinking about this today that I, so I didn't know a thing about human design. Like, so you said you were seeing it everywhere. I literally had never heard of it, never heard of it. Um, I also then like started, so this has been very much a spiritual journey for me. And I started to do what I call turn in and tune in. And I started to see these visions. Now I had never, I did not know that this like happened to people. I started getting downloads. I'm a manifester. I started getting downloads. I didn't know what it was all about. Um, but it turned out to be the best thing for me because then I would like later, I would read a book that I've known about for years and I would read it. And then it would just, just absolutely show me what my visions were. Or I would read the book. Everybody else has read it. And I would just finally decide like out of nowhere, I think, oh, I'm going to read that now. And something would come that I had just knew that I just knew without. So it's been like, it's just, that's a funny parallel to our stories that I wasn't really expecting. Yeah. And it's, yeah, exactly. Like you'll be studying something, you get it. And then somebody's like, watch this YouTube. And you're like, that's literally the parallel that I just made. Like Aaron Abke, when he talks about um, the law of one and return to love. 
I got this download that was like, you need to read Return to Love. And the interesting thing, I have a beef with Marianne Williamson because she actually, she she had an affair with one of my parents. Obviously, you know which one, but I'm trying to be vague when I was little, right? So um, for that reason, I I don't like her. And Source was like, you need to read this book. And I'm like, but I don't like her. And it was like, I get that. And there's really important information in here that you need to have. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I read it. And then the next day I was watching this Aaron Abke thing and he's like, oh yeah. And here's how A Course in Miracles relates to the law of one. And I'm like, I just made that. Like, and Mm -hmm. I got this download from source that was like some of the key information you're going to need to unlock your design and to unlock your life here is going to be behind the, the paywall for lack of a better word of people that you don't respect and you don't agree with. And you're still going to have to go through there to get that knowledge. And that was the download. And then this happened and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And the law of one was that second piece for me, you know, after human design that kind of made everything click. Um, But to, to go back to your point, I have this thing where I get these downloads and then I'll ask my husband who read the entire new Testament because he was, you know, he was brought up Christian. I was, I don't know. I guess I was kind of brought up Christian. I'm Jewish now. Um, but anyway, and I'll be like, oh, I just I just had this thing. Is this a thing in the Bible? And he'll be like, oh, yeah. And he'll tell me the verse it's from. Like, it's absolutely crazy. I'm like, I love oh, did Jesus ever say this? And he's like, yeah, in love. And I've never read the thing. So like, how would I? You know, yeah. so anyway, I'm not saying that to tell you like, look at me, how great I am. I'm telling you that to say no. like, I totally get what you're saying where it's like, why, why now? Mm-hmm. Why, why now do I get that clarity? Why mm-hmm. in this moment, when I took six years to read that book, why all of a sudden does it align? And it's like, hello, you're the great architect. I know you don't believe it, but you are. And it's like, now me and my husband, every time that happens, we'll just go, okay, universe. Yeah. All right. Yep. Love that so much. And okay, interestingly, this is the second time Return to Love has come up in conversations for me this week. I've still not read it. I'm still waiting for the time, but it might be getting closer. Um, But I love that. Oh, gosh, I love so much about what you just said. But I love the surrender because like you said, okay, now I have to do this. But actually, you don't have to because we still have free will. So I love that this is what I've committed to do. And that's the way you're living, even though we've never really met before or talked about this, but it is surrendering to your design, to the divine. And I really do believe, I don't know if, what you think about this, but I believe that we were, I was divinely led to human design. My business partner thinks the same. Um, and I believe that this is the way we were created. I don't think it it flies in the face of other, it's not a belief system, but I think it, I think it, um, it sort of expands on what we knew about how miraculously we're created. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. something that I can surrender to. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and on that surrender piece, I think the big, well, two things. Number one is that you can't mess it up with human design. You can't have a bad day and answer the questions wrong. Like the MBTA, MBTI, MBTA is the train system in Boston where I'm from oh. MBTI, where it's like, well, was I in a bad mood that day? Like, is that really even who I am? Or the ones where you're like, I know that this is going to give D is always going to give me this answer. Human design doesn't do that. Or am I coming from a place of conditioning when I answer these questions? Right. 
I love exactly. it. Exactly. But the biggest part for me with human design is how much permission it gives you to lay down the story. Because as a five one, hello, angel, devil, evil, wonderful. Like how many times in my life have I been vilified by someone who thought I was the cat's pajamas and then all of a sudden is like, and she never helped me and she's a terrible person. And, and for so long, I took that on. Why do I keep getting into these situations? Why does this keep happening to me? What's wrong with me? And then to be like, no, actually, when you were back up, you know, talking to universe about your contract down on earth, you flipped to the page for five one and you said, yeah, this design looks good. And you signed off on it. It's like an MOS in the military, you know? So I now understand that my design is it's it's the path that I chose to take to polarize towards whatever it was I wanted to polarize towards. So in my case, I know that I want to go towards service to others. But for some people, they take their five one and they want to go service to self, aka Hitler and Putin and you know, um, uh, what's his name? Mussolini and like, you know, those people, they're they're polarizing the other direction. And so knowing that all of these things that I struggle with and all of the pain that I've gone through, I chose that mm-hmm. to be able to further my soul's journey. And it's like, I can absolve myself of so much guilt and so much, you know, culpability because it's my design. Mm-hmm. And like, how powerful is that? Like, that is a level of empowerment that you don't get from anything else. Yes. A hundred percent. I remember when I first had my official human design reading and I remember just feeling so validated and so empowered and it just sort of lit something in. It was still a little scary um, because as a manifester, I was like, oh, whoa, I don't know that I want to be a manifester. That sounds, but, um, but it was still like, it kind of lit a fire and I kind of knew it was like, oh, this is what I've been feeling for so long. And, um, but then later, just recently came the, the phrase to me, like it gives you permission to live as yourself. And then I was doing my, an intro reading for, um, a client that same day. And she said, it just feels like you just gave me permission to live as who I deep down kind of knew who I was, but I've had all of that outside conditioning and the questioning. And then I start to think I'm not enough or I'm not this or I'm not that. And it's like, it just gives you permission to live the way that you're designed to live. Yeah. So a question I have for you, we're going to go like human design 107, right? Like this is senior year. You've already taken all your credits. Like this is like the, like the deep stuff. Uh Oh, I feel, no, you'll know it, but I, I feel like a lot of people, they get this superficial. I mean, okay, so let's go back. So the gentleman, Alan Krakauer, who became Ra Uruhu, who invented, for lack of a better word, right? Like he he brought human design to the forefront. He says that 90% of what you need to know is in, you know, the top half of your chart, which is like, you know, what type you are and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Fine. However, I think one of the things that some of the more, you know, uh, trendy human design people fail to explain is the whole magnetic monopole thing. Like, why mm-hmm. is that not something that really comes up in human design? Because making that limiting belief shift of like what, who we are and what we're actually here to experience. I feel like that's such a powerful piece of it. And obviously you're an expert in that. Can you kind of explain that piece for the audience 
just to give them that little that little belief shift about like kind of where they sit in this you know this uh journey of life as far as that's concerned so the magnetic magnetic monopole if i can say it so what i think this is the way i think about it and you're right this doesn't come up in conversation a lot that we're having but i think it's because for a lot of people it sort of starts to make it complex and we are like well we you don't have to that can turn people off. But um, so I think of the magnetic monopole, what, first of all, I have logic in my, um, in my design. And so I love, and I, and I have a background, like I said, in nursing and health and all of these things. So stepping back just a second, I like to think of human design as our energetic DNA. So just like we have our regular DNA that we know that codes us and that, you know, is full of information for our physical body. Um, you know, your human design is essentially your energetic DNA. It's literally coded within you and the, for the energetic parts of you. Um, and so I love that science after Ra brought this out, science later confirmed that we all have a magnetic monopole that literally exists within us, um, sort of in your, you know, sternum chest area. And the way I think about it and the way I teach others when I do talk about it is that it's like the GPS of your car. So it's like, it knows your path. It knows the correct path for you. And it will, it will guide you on that path when you surrender to it, the way we think about it. Now, it doesn't mean you don't have free will. So say that you're going to plug in a destination in your car's GPS because you're going on vacation and you want to go from Iowa to Boston. Never been there before. I don't know how to get there. My GPS, I'm going to rely on it because it knows the best way for me. So I'm driving down the road and all of a sudden I'm like, but I, I also used my phone and I also did a little bit of research and I actually have a physical map and you know, my GPS is telling me to go this way, but I really think I should go that way because that this way looks much more scenic and I'm kind of in the mood for a scene, you know, a scenic route. I literally or, use this analogy all the time in a very different way. And I'm getting yeah. chills because I'm just like, who is this woman? Like, is she in my head? I'm sorry. Continue. I love it. No. Or like, I might be like, you know, my, my GPS is telling me to go that way, but this way looks so much faster. And oh my gosh, I'm so ready to get there. I'm going the faster way. I don't. And, but, but your GPS knows, it knows, like it knows when you choose to go this way because it's faster and you just want to get there. It's going to let you do that. It can't override that, but it knows that there's a big accident up ahead and you're now going to sit for three hours on the interstate. So anyway, that's the way you can think of it. You can think about it as your body's GPS. It knows the best path for you to get where you're going. And to kind of tie one more piece in, then we say that um, your authority. So, you know, when you, it's how you make decisions. It's how your body basically speaks to you. It's like the voice of your GPS. So for me, I'm an emotional authority in human design. Amy Lee, what are you? We didn't talk about this. I'm a sacral. Sacral. Okay. So very different. My GPS, my, my, the voice of my GPS is going to talk to me in a very different way. So I better know how my, the voice of my GPS talks to me so that I can follow that. My, sacred, Your, my, my GPS just grunts at me. It's like, right. uh, uh, but you better know what that sound means and you, and you can choose to follow it or not, but we have found, and I, in the, in the very short time that I've known this and the people that we've helped, and I'm sure you're the same, that when you listen when you, when you listen to the voice of your GPS and you follow what it's telling you to do. And when you surrender to it, it doesn't mean it's always easy. You know that because we didn't always say that we're going to, life's going to be easy, but it is the very best path 
you could possibly imagine for your life. And that's what I love, love, love. Just that peace of mind. Um, I'm a manifester, so peace is very appealing to me, but it's appealing to everybody. But that peace of mind and that surrender. And then I've looked for evidence along the way. And the evidence has shown up in the most mind-blowing ways that I could possibly imagine. That's it's more so than true. And, and, and I love, and, and people just don't talk about that. They don't talk about the fact that you're really sitting in the back seat of a really fancy limo and you're supposed to be drinking champagne and looking around and watching life come to you. You're not, I mean, well, even if you're a manifester, you're right. still, there's still an aspect of it where you're not in control, you know, like mm -hmm. you, like, um, in, um, the book playing the matrix, I recommend this book all the time to people. Mike Dooley says the destination forces the path. The destination mm -hmm. forces the path. You make up your mind where you're going mm -hmm. and then you leave it up to the travel agent or mm -hmm. whoever the event coordinator is, right? Here's what we're doing. And, and here's how it's going to go. And in our relationship, even with the universe, right, bringing it back to metaphysics, we are that divine, whether we're a male or female, like don't get hung up about this, y'all. We're the divine feminine energy that says, this is what I want, right? This is what I'm creating. And then the universe, you know, is kind of like that, you know, uh, accommodating partner. Okay, baby, let me go get it for you. But the problem is we're all trying to be like, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to save my own self. And universe is like, okay, cool. Let me know how that works out for you. You know, right. Cause it all goes through me. And so I think that's the really key thing with human design and people just don't, I don't know if it's, they just can't conceptualize it or, you know, that there's no metaphor that really, but I just, you hear all the time about, Oh, what type are you? What were you, you know, but you never hear about what it truly means to be led by that, mm -hmm. by that spot, you know, mm -hmm. which I believe is in the, it's in the G center, right? That's my understanding. Yeah. So if we both think that. We both think that's so probably true. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a great segue into like, so, so finding, you know, finding who you are through human design, what you're supposed to do, learning how to shift from forcing things to aligning, to listening to your, you know, your authority. These are all delicious things. And you do all of these things with clients. I would love for you to share with our audience. And of course, if you guys are listening out there in audio land, you've got all these juicy details in the show notes. Uh, but for those of us who are watching live, we would love to hear some of the places. And I will try to coordinate the ones you say with the ones that I bring up. Um, but let's just throw some of these links up and you can talk about kind of what they are. If that's good. Absolutely. So okay. um, our business is guided life by design. That's my partner and I, she's a projector. I'm a manifester. We work amazingly well together. We're very different and that's why it works for us. But um, guided life by design is our business. That's where we have, you know, some of our coaching programs and where we use human design to help people surrender to their design to change their life, to really live the life that they're meant to live. Um, the next one is surrenderstory.com. So, Surrender Story is one of those miraculous things that came as a result of surrendering to our design. And that is, um, we say that we're co-creating this global movement called Surrender Story because that landed for both of us. It downloaded on the same day. And um, it turns out in human design that together we formed the Surrender Channel, which we didn't find out until months later. Um, but Surrender Story is that story that we're talking about We've talked about my story. Amy Lee, I really want to hear your story. 
but really it's, it's the part of, you know, you open up social media and you see all the success stories and the surrender story is the part that gets you to the success story, but it's not always the easy one. It's not always the pretty one. It can be beautiful. It is beautiful, but it's, it's the part that you don't always see and you, we don't always talk about. And that's what we're getting out there because we think the entire world needs to hear and be inspired by and live more surrender stories. So at surrenderstory.com, you can see a lot of the other things that we do. It's where we're launching our podcast. And um, you're going to see a lot of just ways to be inspired by other people's surrender stories and maybe share yours. And then we do have a Facebook group that we run. Um, and yep, Amy, Amy Lee's got it. And that's where we just talk about things related to human design and living this on a daily basis. So we provide some education, some application, um, and that's what we do in that group. And then um, we're on Instagram, um, also under Surrender Story. Um, but what we do with this work, we kind of the big vision is we do retreats um, all over the U.S. so far, and we're hoping to expand beyond that. But those can be found on both websites. But really, we feel like getting in person with people and in an amazing location and helping them really learn their design in a way that they can actually apply it and begin to change their lives. And we have had phenomenal, like our, our, our retreat participants have set, I walked away and said, I've done coaching programs, I've done other retreats, I've done, and this absolutely changed my life. And so that's really what we're passionate about is doing these retreats, but we also do, um, you know, a lot of other things as well. So um, we're looking for this to be a movement and we want everybody to be a part of this and we think it's going to change the world for the better. So. Absolutely. And I agree. I think that, you know, you're seeing all over the place, people, um, businesses are asking people for their human design when they, you know, when they're hiring. I know that my, you know, my integrator, she, whenever she takes on a new client, she's like, can you go pull your chart for me? And, you know, it's something that, that we look at. I mean, as a five, one, I have to be so careful mm-hmm. who I align with, right? Because there are certain profiles that are just like, Ugh. but then there are also ones that are, <coughs> that are very green lit for me. Like if you're a six, two, it's like, we are meant to be besties, right? But some of them, it's like, Oh, maybe, maybe you just, you know, you can stay over there and, right. and not through anybody's fault, just, no. through, you know, just through the way that, that people are meant to, to, you know, to interact and, and stuff like that. Um, and I didn't say this, but we are, we're also doing business retreats and, and we're starting um, a supported by design group for entrepreneurs and like VAs and things. But that's because what you're talking about is I love that human design takes it from being personal yeah. to just being energetic. And it is what it is. And yeah. you can avoid so much right. heartache and stress and problem. If you just look at it from the beginning of like, how are we energetically and where can, do we, should we even work together? Or if we do, where can we use our own talents and, you know, things like that. So yeah, that can it works you imagine like being like, oh, I need a kidney donor and they need to be a match. And then it's like, oh, I'm not a match. And it's like, yeah, then I can't have your kidney. And they're like, wow, thanks a lot, bro. Like, right. no, it's, it either fits or it doesn't. Yeah. The battery doesn't fit. It's a D this needs a double A. Well, you know, I tried to give you a battery, like, like it doesn't happen, you know? Right. So, so again, bringing it out of that personality piece and just making it matter of fact, I think mm-hmm. that that just makes it so, so powerful. I agree. 
I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here, Allison. This has been an amazing episode. I'm sure lots of folks are going to dig in on human design in a way that they never have, or, you know, for the first time, maybe this is that moment where they're like, this really is something that I should look into. And I want to remind the audience too, that everything starts out as a crazy idea, right? Like every, I mean, the internet, when it first came out, people were like, what is this? We're going to, what? Like, we're, we're going to sit in front of a computer. And now it's like the world, you, you can't have a business and not have an internet presence. And look at Bitcoin, right? People were like, that's never going to take off. And we've got people that have made billions of dollars. Human design is still kind of in the incubation. It's in the first, you know, 1987 to the, I don't know, probably the first 30 years. And it's going to become more mainstream. You're going to see people be matter of fact. You'll see an article come out in PubMed in two years or so. Human design is actually blah, blah, blah. And the neutrinos, and we've actually tested. And oh, by the way, all you naysayers, it's now going to be part of society. So, you know, open your eyes to that to, to that potentiality. Presuppose that that's going to be the way it is. Give yourself permission to look at it. I will say, and I'd love to know your thoughts on this, Allison. I've never met anyone who I've shared a chart with that they've said, this isn't me at all. Like never, not ever, ever, ever has someone not literally gone white in the face mm -hmm. or over a DM, you know, with the little smiley with the, and been like, how did you know that? I mean, you, you can be a mind reader when you have someone's human design chart in front of you. And they're just like, how did you know that? Like, right. you know, the nuances of what you can know are just so, especially when you go into the lines, I mean, forget about it. Like whatever, I'm teasing you guys. Um, check Allison out. She's amazing. She has beautiful energy. Um, and I know that you guys are going to love her. Any final thoughts from you, Allison? Anything else you want to say? I know that I talked a lot. I just get really excited about human design. And so I just it's love so much better when we're both talking. It's a conversation. I'm glad you talked. Um, no, I would just say we didn't mention this, but I feel like a big one because you mentioned people who might just be starting to dig in. If that's where you're at, start at chart.guidedlifebydesign.com because that's where we have um, our own place that we can give you the basics. We'll run your chart for you. And then you can get a little bit of the basics of how we look at human design. And it's very much in alignment with um, where we honor the system. Um, but that would be the best place to start. But yeah, I, you have to be careful running your own chart because sometimes people will click like the little UTC button or something. And let me tell you, you can mess up your chart. I know people who've been like, this one said I was this and this one. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, it didn't. No, 100%. it didn't. There was instrumentation there somewhere. Right. And and it would be a tragedy for you to be living according to the wrong design. I mean, it won't be off that much, but it would be off enough that you, you could get better results. So let the details are important. Yeah. So let a, prof well, not a professional, but let, let someone who knows what they're doing, run your chart. Not, and, and it doesn't cost anything to run someone's chart either. So, you know, don't, don't feel like it's like, oh, they're only doing that because they want me to pay them. No, it's not that it's just, we know what we're doing. So. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's free. And I'll just end by saying that I appreciate so much this time and Amy Lee, I really hope I'm going to say it in front of your audience that you will be on our Surrender Story podcast because I can just tell, I know nothing about it, that you have an amazing Surrender Story that I want <laughs> to hear so badly. Yes, absolutely. I would, I would be honored. You saw it here first, folks. Thank you so much, Allison. Thank you. 
So that'll do it for this week's episode of the Dream Design Podcast with Amy Lee. Until next week when we have another fantastic guest, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, and may you be at peace. Namaste. Thank you.